Welcome to Crowdsourcing Revolution. Welcome to Crowdsourcing Revolution. I'm going to talk about the um, San Francisco war rally, anti-war rally, rather, that I went to this past Sunday. And I welcome people, if you would like to call in, I'd rather have a conversation than a monologue. But I'll start off. Hey, hey, hey. I'm so glad that you could actually be here to share. I'm excited. This was um this was the second rally we went to together, yeah. I think the first one was in no, this is third. Third? Yeah, I think it's the third. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah, the, and this one was in the big city, San Francisco. And it was a Actually, sister rally. It's yeah? the fourth. It's the fourth. Oh no! It's the fourth one. Oh my! I mean, goodness. if you count the strikes, I'm counting the strikes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't counting the strike because there's the 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 strike was the first thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Suki came out when I was out on the um, picket lines with the mental health care workers at Kaiser on their strike um, before they won. And the rail worker solidarity strike. Uh, oh yeah, the rail worker solidarity strike. Yeah, you've been you and I've been out out with pickets, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad to have somebody that to go with. It's really uh, it's been a joy to do that with you. Me too. I would never go out if I don't have someone to go with. I'll just yeah. stay home. Yeah, yeah. Well, we lucked out. Maybe we can find other people, their their picket buddy, you know? Yeah, yeah that would be great. Yeah. Also, some people have maybe have a built-in one if they have a partner or whatever. I'm, I happen to be a single lady, so, you know, it just makes it easier. If you have somebody that you can count on to go with you, and it's nice that we could go together. We we took the the train over to San Francisco to the Embarcadero where the event was held um, to back up just a little bit. This was a sister rally to the rally in Washington, D.C. called Rage Against the War Machine. Um, the San Francisco event was... Um, co-sponsored by Code Pink um, here and the Libertarian Party of San Francisco and the Harrison Center for Environmental Justice. Um, I don't think I have the full name of that organization correct. She was an awesome speaker. Yeah, she was Um, great. She was my favorite. Yeah. I could hear her. <laughs> Unlike some other people. And also we had um, Shahid Batar was also there. That's right. And, and there were a couple of speakers that weren't there. So Ray McGovern phoned in, which, you know, when you say phoning it in, it's not really the same when it's Ray McGovern calling your rally in San Francisco your event I think they had legal for legal reasons had to say it was an event and not a rally I don't know why 
Was it about like not needing a permit? I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. It, it just, just a guess. Having planned events, I'd suspect. So, so it was, it was a good number of people. How, how you say about a hundred, hundred and fifty, maybe hundred. I've heard time somewhere around there. Yeah, and um, hey, Karthik, could would you mind muting, please? Oh, you can hear the background. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Lysol says it was 150 to 200. Were you there? Oh, he said he was. Oh, well, it's too bad. I didn't know. I did not know that you were there. I was, I, it was, it was a good event. And I, I'd, I'd like to hear what you have to say about, about your experience with it. Um, but it was good. Like I said, Shahid, Shahid Bittar, um spoke and um, Ray McGovern and Harvey Wasserman called in also. He was really hard to understand. But um, after there were speakers, oh, and there were dogs against nukes, <laughs> where a bunch of people came up and introduced their dogs who are against nuclear war. So that was fun. I'm over in the I'll have to meet up with you to join a rally. Absolutely. There's going to be another one on March 18th that's already planned. It's a sister rally to the one that's happening that Code Pink is sponsoring on the 18th. It's the anniversary of the start of the Iraq War. Do you think that will be controversial because it has less um, controversial people, let's say? Well, why don't you let me get through talking about this past one, and then we can and we can go on to that one. Did you? How you doing, Zach? Hey, Amanda, how's it going? Good. So, um, I wanted to ask you and Stoopy. Um, it was pretty powerful that you guys got together. Maybe it was just you know, you connected on Colin, and then you happened to be near each other but you were talking about um protest buddies or um i can't remember the pick what, it pick it yes pick it. Um, yeah how, how do you what is your like um how, how do you go about doing that like how, um, oh, how do you find somebody okay so if you don't already know somebody who might who you might be able to kind of I mean, I, I got, it took a lot of, of cajoling to get the people out that I was able to get out. And um, I haven't, Omar came out for a couple of them and um, I haven't seen him, but I think he got busy with work and he has a kid. So I didn't, you know, but um, in, in, in other spaces, if there isn't somebody that you can like, I would start with somebody that you've known for a while, like, but I don't know the kinds of friendships or acquaintanceships you have with people. So it's hard for me to advise you specifically, but I think that if you can make yourself open and available, like if you can suck it up 
and go to one of these events and just walk up to somebody, everybody at these events is there for the same reason. And it's really safe to say that if you walk up and say, hey, this is my first rally, is this your first rally? Or something like that, people are pretty open. I don't think there was anybody with a real mean face in the entire crowd. So that's one way you can meet people, but you kind of have to do it in real life. And I know going out by yourself to one of those can be, I mean, I, I've done it and I'll say it is much easier with somebody, but that's maybe you can, um, I don't know, maybe we could normalize it to put it as a gig on Craigslist or something. <laughs> what do you think? Stupid. Yeah, I thought of Craigslist too, but I don't know how that is these days. I don't know. Yeah, uh, me neither. <laughs> maybe on your, if you could put it on your Instagram, maybe if you or, or like uh, Facebook, uh, was it events, groups, events? They have usually like regional groups. You could always find people there. Oh yeah, that's true. The, a lot of these, this is, that's true. A lot of like the, the event this past Sunday had a Facebook page because I think a lot of the people that are organizing these things are in that Facebook's event space. So if you go onto Facebook, even if you don't use it very much, it's a good place to resource events, I think, in your area. Right on. Yeah. That was a good suggestion, Stoopy. Yeah, I know ours had a Facebook group or event page but i didn't really check it for comments or anything I kept checking the date yeah it, oh, it doesn't, oh sorry hold on go ahead it, they didn't post anything on it or anything i was kind of looking for some of the video because i got a little um there's nobody with like big enough lungs to like get the message about what we were supposed to be chanting and nobody was chanting and that's not good <laughs> you did you did great so really, yeah. I ended up, thanks to the guy, I, I actually met the guy with the drum walking mm -hmm. to BART, so I didn't get lost going to BART. So, what was your so chant? He was, uh, there was a whole bunch of different ones that we did. And it, um, there was a lady in front of us who, who kind of would chant, who would like give a new chant. And she just couldn't say it loud enough for, for people so then I would like start at start up whatever the next one was, but the guy with the drum, he and his daughter live in Albany, and they made sure that I didn't get lost going back to Bart. So that was that was a cool cool experience, and mm -hmm. I was very grateful to have the drum because it made it a lot easier to get the chant something good. Plus we had um, what was that man's name? Is that Francisco Herrera? The guy with the guitar? Yeah, I think so. Sounds right. Yeah, between him and Shahid on the on the chants and stuff, especially because what happened was after everybody talked, then we took um and, and I'll go back to what some of the talking was in a minute. I'm gonna give kind of the rest of the overview. We we then walked up away from a Embarcadero over to where Lockheed Martin had an office. What would you say, like what, five blocks away about, Stuby? Yeah, something like that. 
and and then and then congregated in front of this office building and they did a the code pink um did a skit i'm not quite sure what it was meant to be but it, cars were honking as we went by and there's big banners and free julian assange and like lots of and a couple of speakers at that location and that's where Stoopy and I left the event because after there, like when we left, what those, the people that were going to continue going, they were all getting their cars and they were going to go up and have a tea party at Nancy Pelosi's house. So that was the, the next order. And I was not, I was not interested really in a tea party at Nancy Pelosi's house. I mean, it was like supposed, it wasn't like with Nancy Pelosi. It was like at her house, like at, like we, they were out in front of the office. We were out in front of the office of Lockheed Martin. So that was kind of the trajectory of the day. And as the day went on, the, like at the, at the event, the, at the first part of the event, um, the editor of antiwar.com was one of the speakers and the president of the Libertarian Party of San Francisco also was a speaker. And that, pe that person was really dressed up even more than the dance team that did a, that did a, a performance art around war he the, the the head of the libertarian party was the the most dressed up person there i can say without question i'm surprised that there's libertarians in san francisco oh yes there are and 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 i say and i say they were dressed up it was part of the theme of the person's talk that this little event in San Francisco was like a butterfly flapping its wings and maybe stopping a war over in Ukraine. So they dressed up and had butterfly wings on and a electric blue shoulder length wig and antennae with like sparklies and a half shirt and like the, the tightest sh jean shorts I've ever seen in my life and a, a red belt that there was no need to there's no way those pants were coming off of that person <laughs> it was an amazing outfit I have to say the libertarians and the anti antiwar.com did not come on the march part I don't know if that was a I have I have bad feet and I can't really walk or if it was some other reason there were also people there that I've seen at other anti-war events who specifically said they were not there they didn't agree with the politics of the people who were who were the organizers of the event, so they were not there. But there, but they were there. Their body was there. Their body was there. And I think that that is 
what that spoke to me was when I was an elected official, if I was speaking to somebody in the press or in the public where it was, um, it might be confused that I was giving my personal opinion or I was speaking for the body for which I was elected. <laughs> so I'd have to make it clear. Oh, this is my opinion. This is, this is, this is the opinion of the, of the agency, or this is actually just my personal. So I think that when, when you're part of an organization, sometimes it's more important that you have your alliance with what your personal values are, but it's important to publicly be clear that yeah, the organization with which I am a member is not, does not think this is a good thing. So I'm not really here in that capacity. I'm here because I'm a human being against war, not as a member of that organization that isn't into the fact that this is a cooperation between right and left. And I think that's a useful I thought that was a useful thing anyway. Stupy, did you have anything that you wanted to contribute that you thought? Um, no, I, I liked all the, the speakers. I was also kind of shocked that there were libertarians in San Francisco and that, uh, yeah, he didn't look like your typical or what you think is a typical libertarian. I'm not actually sure what is <laughs> a typical libertarian. Um, and I really liked the speech by the, the woman from uh, Harrison, Harrison uh, thing about the... Uh, the poisoning of, of uh, Hunter's Point. Um, was it called Mission Bay Hunter's Point? Yeah, or? I think so. Yeah. I thought she had the most sort of impactful, like, example of what our, the money, tax money could be going towards instead. Um, but yeah. Oh, do you want to bring Lysol up since he was there too? Yeah, Lysol, can you come up? Can you come up? I, I'll, I trust that you'll, that you'll, can't talk. Okay, he can't. Can't. Oh. can't talk right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so there were um, the just at like at the other um, events, there were a contingent from the Sacramento Communist Party, and they had a. They were the ones with the with the Russian flag and the hammer and sickle flag, right? Yeah, the USSR flag. Yeah, they're always there with those. Right. And there was a guy who took issue with it. The guy that had the blue, um, the blue flag that had what on it? Was it a peace sign on it? Yeah, it was a peace sign. Yeah. Yeah. He came over and yelled at them. Yeah. So there was a little bit of. Uh, in fighting a little at the thing, but for for the most part, it went well. My favorite sign was the the two women that had the Jungians against shadow project, projection. I don't know which group they were with, but yeah, I like the one that said uh, which is for the other timeline." <laughs> yeah, that was good. Andrew, hey Andrew, what's on?
Oh, nothing much. Um, I was curious how the turnout was at yours, and I'm very pleased to hear that you actually all marched to a, what'd you say it was, a Wraith or a Lockheed Martin office? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, Lockheed Martin. There was nothing of the sort in Seattle, to my knowledge, even though there are tons of Boeing facilities right there. And there's other weapons contractors in Seattle, too. Um, but I'm also curious, did you all um, network with any of the people who were uh, tabling or organizing the rally? Um, I did. I connected with a man named Fred Cook. With He's with um, he works behind the scenes with KPFA, and he's in. His interest is in um, adult education, like civics education, and connecting people and mutual aid, and connecting people to other people, and like the stuff we talk about doing that is important to do. And so I exchanged information with him and told him about call in. I am hoping that we will be able to connect and, and maybe even get something going with the show. Um, Cause I think c- connecting different kinds of communities and the voices of different communities is what he's passionate about when I asked him. So your ed- education, so everybody says education, but what do you actually like? What drives it? So it's that thing about connecting people and, sh- and, and having regular people share their experiences with other regular people in a way to be connected to each other. So, no, I didn't network at all. What about you, Anne? Oh, no, Andrew. Hey, sorry, I was texting my dad. Um... Did you do any networking? Yeah. Uh, I did. Yeah, I was talking with um, some of the the this girl was tabling for Seattle Action for Assange, and also I uh, talked with the guys from the American Student Union and the uh, Party for Communism USA. Um, as I also grabbed the card of the Libertarian guys, but yeah, my plan is basically just to reach out and um, see who is down to help me do kind of door knocking and barbecues and whatever else kind of outreach events in Adam Smith's district. Um, and so hopefully within a couple of months, we'll have a relatively large group of people who are going to try and help get Adam Smith out of office and organize different community projects in his district. Cause again, I, I mentioned before, there's a ton of um, Ethiopians, Eritreans, people from Latin America, particularly like El Salvador and other places where U.S. wars have been super destructive. Um, and yeah, the, um, the hope, the hope would be to talk with those people and, um, get an idea of like, do they know who Adam Smith is? Are they aware that he is currently funding more destructive wars like the ones that caused many of their families to leave their homes, etc. But I, di- I didn't stay very long. I didn't want to hang around for the speeches very much, but I did meet some interesting people. I especially am hopeful about the Action for Assange people. They seemed pretty 
pretty interested and pretty with it, interested in organizing and not just like handing out their flyers. Um, also, I was going to just say really quick, Jaw, your new uh, photo is super excellent. Big fan. I liked the drawing before, but this is great. Um, just on the tabling and networking, there were no tables that I saw. Did, did you see anybody tabling? I mean, there was people were passing out their newspapers and flyers and stuff, but I don't think people, did you see? Tabling? No, I didn't see any tables, just, uh, just the newspapers. Yeah. So I, I got a, a pretty good collection of, if you don't mind, Pedro, I'll, uh, let me just go through these real quick and then uh um so so i picked up a number of papers including um a really good pretty pretty long um tabloid style uh, how many 12 pages you know regular tabloid style newspaper free julian assange with a collection of of um a collection of articles from like John Pilger, Ray McGovern, Caitlin Johnstone, Marjorie Cohn, all about Julian Assange and his case. It's a, it's a, it's an excellent. Whoever put together that publication did a an, a bang up job. And then there was Labor Today, and one of the things that I that 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 we got and and we got two of these so i've got one here for you is is this is a special two it's like a newspaper size newsprint on newsprint it's actually a vintage why non-violence newsprint published april 1978 reprinted september 1979 by a movement for a new society in Philadelphia, and we got we got two of these things on newsprint. That's just like, it's pretty cool. Nonviolence theory and the stra and strategy for the anti-nuclear movement. Um, there were there's a invitation to a study group, and then. Um, one of the things I find interesting is some of the flyers have a number of different organizations. And so um, I went and looked at a bunch of the ones that were at the event that we were at. And those are those links are in the show description. You should be able to click on them if you want. That is not necessarily an endorsement of those organizations. They're just links to the organizations that were um in the in the the things that I picked up. Pedro, what's on your mind? Uh I Amanda Soundcheck Soundcheck. Can uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh so I was at the DC rally, so if you want I can do a little update on that. Sure. First sure. first great idea to do this show. I forgot to say that. <laughs> So, so I am the official project DC correspondent, <laughs> as you know, uh, on the anti-war rally. Um, so, uh, so what happened? So, uh, I, I was actually mostly listening on the streams, uh, Max Blumenthal stream. Uh, 
so I arrived uh, a little late, like uh, it was when uh, when it started. I was still uh, on the metro, I think, like ten minutes away. So I started listening to Max Max Blumenthal's stream, and uh, what 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 I saw was uh, kind of initially uh, kind of disappointed me because I saw just some empty stairs and Max talking to uh, to a bunch of empty stairs, and I thought, okay, this is bad. Uh, but but this, it was on the stairs of the capital. I don't know if you are familiar with the capital. It's uh, so the, uh, there what? is the, this Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It's it, it's on at at the Lincoln Memorial, right? Yes, Lincoln Memorial, exactly. So it, it was a beautiful Sunday afternoon. It was uh, every Sunday there are many tourists on that area. It was funny to watch because the the tourists were doing their uh, na uh, kind of uh, usual tourist stuff from the Lincoln Memorial. I never actually went to the Lincoln Memorial. For, for me, it was also great to see the, the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, but it was funny because the tourists was just uh, doing their stuff uh, and like... Uh, 30 meters away on the stairs they were talking uh, they they were they had that stage but it was closed there was an area that was close to the press or the, to the organizers so but anyway i was listening to max so when i arrived uh, okay this is bad but then i realized that uh, after the, the stairs were empty because of security uh, to, but uh, after the stairs, there was kind of a, a nice crowd. Uh, I wouldn't say some people are saying it was bad. Some people are saying it was a huge crowd. I, I would say maybe minimum one thousand people, which is great. I think I, I can describe this crowd uh, as like the the real uh, supporters of the people that were there. Uh, I describe him most like as a working class uh, people, you know, uh, not the typical wealthy liberal latte kind of crowd, you know. It was basically working class, poor people, radicals, anarchists, uh, old uh, kind of slightly older generation from maybe from the Vietnam War, stuff like that. Uh, people with all these kinds of costumes. Uh, it was a really nice crowd. Uh, I was just, I was uh, not listening to the speeches because I like to, to walk around. Uh, I was basically walking around and listening to Max talking. And then I went to talk to Max uh, personally while, uh, while he was broadcasting. <laughs> and I asked him, Hey, Max, can you get me a free Grayson pack? So I was just kidding with him. Uh, but I said hi to Max. And then I said uh, hi to Hania Parampil. It is Max's wife. I never actually had talked to her. So, so yeah, it was a good, a good thing. But then my, my phone started dying and I had to kind of, uh, keep on going to the Lincoln Memorial to charge. But, uh, that was basically my, my event back and forth to charge. And then at, uh, three o'clock or so, I got a little kind of uh, hungry and I, I looked uh, for a Starbucks on my cell phone to, to, to have like a coffee and, and snack. Because they were talking and uh, it was, I was just listening on the, on the stream. So I, I thought, Oh, I'm not losing anything. And then and when I was on the coffee, they actually finished. They, they put uh, Roger Waters message. Uh, I don't know if you noticed uh, at the end, the Roger Waters sent a special video link. 
And then I realized that they were just moving to the White House. So, okay, I, I missed that. So I, I tried to, because my, the Starbucks was like 20 minutes away. Uh, I tried to, to rush to the, to the White House to see if I could catch them. And then by chance, I, I caught them at a, at a, at a, an, an intersection. So they were, uh, I was like 90 degrees at the intersection. I stopped. Uh, I, I, I saw some police cars stopping the the, the traffic, and I didn't know what's happening. And then I, I saw a huge uh, a huge line of protesters, maybe like a three line block, a three block line of protesters chanting. Uh, and Max Blumenthal actually tweeted about it. It was Max that uh, tw tweeted the link with that stuff. Uh, so then I went to the to the White House and it was like maybe two hundred people there chanting and then I it started fading away. So that's my my report. Wait, happy wait. to report anything. I think you left yeah. out something. Oh, I think you yeah. left something out. I think during didn't didn't you meet Peter? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I meet Peter. Peter yeah. was Peter was doing his thing on call in, and you guys talked, right? You met. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was funny because uh, I was just uh, circling around back and forth, you know, and then I I heard Peter talking <laughs> because I I know I I I know I I had heard Peter talking obviously so. So, so I went talk to him. Hey, are you Peter from Colin? And then he kind of we chatted a little bit. I don't know were you on the on the call from Peter. So I said hi. So I, I said I said, just said hi. That's all. So, so that's all I I had to say. Unless you have you are stupid. You have any questions? Was the how was the San Francisco was bigger than one thousand people or less? Or? Oh no, less definitely less. And yeah. Fewer, oh, uh, fewer speakers. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. What I forgot to say is, uh, like I said, it was really the hardcore supporters of the of the people that were there. I didn't see any curious lookers. Like, uh, so this is is a large city, right? Uh, I would expect like regular people that watch TV and are curious about stuff. To just go and see, you know, to see what's happening. But the the, the, the event was not uh, kind of advertised on on the major cable TV shows, except Tucker Carlson. Amazingly, he had Tara Reid. I don't know if you know who Tara Reid is. Do you know Amanda Tara yes. Reid? Yes, Tara Reid did a segment on uh, last week uh, at Tucker Carlson. She like two minutes of uh, truth bombs. It was just amazing. But uh, but still with that, and, and Tucker Carlson has like a million viewers. I, I don't know why why just local DC people wouldn't bother to to show up. And, and there might be some people there that were just curious locals. Uh, but I didn't notice many of those. So but that was a bit weird for me. So. I was just a curious looker, you know, curious tourist. That's my my favorite mode is being accidental tourist. Do you know that movie from the nineties called Accidental Tourist, Amanda, or Stupid? With uh, uh, forgot the name of the yes. the actor. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's my middle name is Accidental Tourist. But 
if you don't have any further question guys i'll probably no, thank you for can would, well did you did you meet anybody did you talk uh, to anybody I, I, talk, I talked with people at the stands uh, other than max i mean yeah i talked with people at the stands uh, uh yeah what did some of them like what were those can you tell us a little bit about those conversations i'm curious sure, about them sure sure, sure. Actually, the main reason it was because I wanted to charge my phone. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, <laughs> so I asked a guy. Yeah, even it was an ulterior motive still. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I'm not a very social person. I don't like to, you know, socialize. But, uh, but I ask, you know, just small talk, just uh, how to... I, I think after two minutes of talking to me, they realize I'm not really interested in what they have to say. <laughs> and, and they kind of, okay, okay, thanks. So I, I talk with people, everybody, right? So, uh, with uh, some lady from the, from the Libertarian Party, she's the, she started explaining, explaining, explaining. And then she realizes I'm not really interested in what she has to say. I'm just trying to be nice, you know, you know, a little show of support. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, I talked with that lady from the Libertarian Party, another one from the Schindler Institute. They gave me some paperwork that I still have here. I have to read it. And then I talked with some guy with the punk rock libertarian podcast. I never heard of this uh, podcast, but uh, exactly. I follow. I followed everybody on Twitter that was there. Did, that could I, you uh, tell if there were like Lysol's asking? Could you tell if there were a lot of conservatives there, or like if that were if conservatives were there at all, or if there was not. Not officially, no. The, the, they had stands of the official organizers, which was the Libertarian Party, the People's Party, the Schindler. And I'm not, maybe it's not Schindler. It's some, some kind of name similar to Schindler. To the Schiller Institute, isn't that the LaRouche, LaRouche uh, people? Yes. The answer there? Yes, yes, Schiller. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, Lupi. And uh, the punk rock libertarians, uh, that was all actually. I think there were just four, four stands. There was some people with, uh, oh, there was a huge crowd of uh, spontaneous free sound shouts. I was really happy to see that because I'm a, a big uh, Julian Assange supporter. And there, there was also the truck. There is a uh, people that, uh, some people that on the Assange kind of, uh, movement they organize uh, so there is a, a truck in dc that uh, tours around dc with advertising you have to pay and they advertise anything uh, and the, the, now they are advertising free ascension the, the truck was there so i i talked with the people from the truck and then the truck went to the to the white house i talked to the guy because i know the the people who do, who do this stuff and uh, I, I met them on on previous occasions on in in DC for some other events. So so it was great, great, gr really great. Uh, really surprised to that at least about uh, one thousand people showed up, st uh, uh, came up and sh shouted, and it was funny because uh, Jimmy Dore has been tweeting about it. Uh, apparently, Rachel Maddow. I know I don't know if you know Rachel Maddow is a MSNBC host. 
Do you think she that wasn't. I live under a rock? <laughs> Come on. Do you know who Rachel Maddow is? Are you just trying to be funny? <laughs> no. No, I'm just trying to be diplomatic, you know. Just when you like when you have you ever heard of this guy Michael Jackson? <laughs> he's, he's had a couple hit songs. I don't know. You, you might know, not know who he is, though. But I don't know. I just you, want you to know, give the benefit of the doubt, just in case. You know, Amanda, this is this is show talk one oh one. You, I cannot come here and talk like for ten minutes without interruption, like Lance. You know, you you, ha you have to have a little feedback from the show host. You know, a little interruption to see if if we are on the same wavelength. You know, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> So yeah, I was just trying to 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 interject a little thing. So, but anyway, uh, Rachel Mother tweeted the bad mouthing the, the the rally, saying, "Oh, these are very few people, and they are just bad people." And, uh, and Jimmy Dore went really uh, uh, harsh on her, saying, "Kind of, I'm not going to repeat the insults uh, that he yeah, said." That's, I mean, that's I can't. Good. We probably don't need to do that. Just the fact that we just need to know it happened, I guess, if we need to know it happened. But yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So it was great fun. I had a great time. And uh, I mean, so, so yeah, uh, so you'd say people should go to these things. Yeah. Yes, yes, they, sh they should go. Absolutely. If they are interested in avoiding, avoiding nuclear wars, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Michael, welcome. Please tell us about your experience now that join us. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Um, so it's it's weird. I'm a musician. I'm a drag performer. I'm very comfortable on stage. But when I'm not the focus of an event, I am painfully shy. So I was the tall guy in the purple sweatshirt who was smoking weed on the periphery. Um, I, I, I was the person holding the sign that everybody wanted to take a picture of. <laughs> Is it the Jungian one? No, not that one. That one was a great one. No, I used Sharpies online. Mine said, not anti-Ukraine, not anti-Russian, pro-peace. Ah. Yeah, so the, the, the most intriguing, so, I mean, so I get, I get kind of mama bear about San Francisco protests because, you know, it's been a good five or six years of people on the right seeing us as kind of a target people like Patriot Pair coming and trying to like start shit in the city. And so my first instinct Wait, was to kind of look at the, the crowd and who, what, who, Patriot, who? Do you remember the group Patriot Prayer? Joey Patriot Gibson? Patriot Prayer. No, I'm not familiar, but we don't need to, we don't need to publicize them. I just wanted to hear what it was. We don't need to talk about them. They don't deserve airtime. Please back to what you. No, totally. So yeah. So I get, you know, I get very, um, defensive and protective of people and you know slightly concerned that people who are on the right are going to come try to like make a scene on the facebook live or something stupid like that but as i got to the crowd and i kind of looked it over it was um i mean it was <laughs> it was like um standing in line for getting tickets to like a jimmy buffett concert in terms <laughs> of the demographic <laughs> okay Maybe, maybe not Jimmy Buffett. Maybe Tenacious D. <laughs> Was it skewed a little tiny bit younger than that? But yeah, that's pretty fair character. 
Yeah, and I, I love me some Jimmy Buffett, so I'm definitely not casting aspersions. It was just, you know, I, I like to describe demographics in terms of fandoms rather than race and sex and stuff. So it's kind of like, it's the guys who have really good weed on the beach next to you in Hawaii, that kind of group. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the only people that seem like they might be kind of like right-wing alt-right slash trolls were the guys with the signs. But I guess, so those guys are like, so there's a guy with the California flag and a guy with the socialist flag. And I'm guessing that meant that they were the California socialists. Yeah, I didn't ask them. So that seems reasonable. Yeah. So I was, you know, especially because like all of the talk, you know, running up to these events, unfortunately, was on who would show up and whether or not they were permitted to show up and how people would react if they showed up. And so I was kind of viewing it through those lens because, I mean, you know, I support, I support anti-war. I support the people being there. I'm myself there. Um, I realized it's like, if I had used my picture on a profile, on my Colin profile, maybe I would have had a little more. I just, so I thought, I think I might've recognized big red Steve just cause he's big and his face looks like his face in the profile. But I'm like, I don't know what Amanda looks like. I don't know what stupid looks like. I don't know. I feel weird. So I didn't say hi, but I should have. And next time I will. Well, I hope I hope you do, because it's what I was saying earlier, I do believe is true. Almost everybody at those things, especially the people who are on the older side, who look like they've been around it, they totally welcome you coming up to them. And they won't approach you because they don't want to scare you away. Yeah. But they, are, they will totally welcome you. And, and, and that would be true of me, whether you knew me through call-in or not. Okay. I mean, there, there was a guy named Miles who came up and me up and got my phone number. Um, I forget. He's like, like national descent. It was some, some anti, some anti-war Ukraine group. Um, mm. he said nice sunglasses. And that was all, that was all, that was all it took to start a conversation with me. And at the end he was like, yeah, here, let me get your, let me get your phone number. Uh-huh. Nice. I don't know if he's related to that at all, but, um, How, what did you think of the people who spoke? I liked all the speakers. I mean, Shahid Buttar is one of my favorites. Um, the woman who run uh, the woman who runs the the Bayview uh, thing. It felt a little shoehorned in, like it wasn't necessarily like kind of on message. I mean, she was anti-war, but it was kind of like more of a localism thing. Whereas Shahid's thing was local, but he was focusing on like you know the political aspect and the San Francisco's connections to the war machine stuff. Well, but but I think. Her her thing is that it's the Navy that poisoned that area. So that was the tie-in, I think. Yep, totally. Also, we're trying to, I think, I think you know, anti-war so white is like a fair, a fair criticism, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, there was, there was that. And then it was also, there was, you know, kind of a, kind of an age divide. I, you know, I don't right. know what it says about younger people. I mean, <laughs> I was talking to, I was talking to somebody. It's like, well, you know, you know, anybody under the age of 20 has no memory of a pre nine 11 state. They've only lived in this version of America. And in this version of America, it always feels kind of, we're abstractly at war in a way that doesn't affect me directly, but a million ways indirectly. And so it's harder to mobilize for that type of stuff. But hopefully more of them will, will show up next time because it affects them just as much as everybody else. Well, and one of the other things is that is the is I I did have a conversation with somebody who's been doing these kinds of things for decades, and 
And the criticism was there was so little outreach. The outreach was bad. That that there isn't a lot of um, and and I'm just going to keep saying it that that faith in East Bay Faith in Action, which is a huge coalition of religious organizations in the Bay Area, doesn't seem to be at any of the anti-war rallies that I've been to yet. I wonder if anybody has told them they're happening. But that's uh, it was Big Red Steve that called in that said he didn't see any faith groups, right? To uh, yes, one of the popular podcasts. So I, yes. I wonder, since he was one of the organizers for this one, I'd be interested to know if he reached out to any. Yeah, it'd be good, and and it also would be, you know, it it's there's no reason why if I know there's one coming for me to not send an. E- I mean, I'm on the East Bay Faith in Action message thread thing you know it's nice to get an invitation though you know from the organizers it's kind of part of it yeah i was also i i, I didn't i didn't make it to the pelosi thing I, I i have voted against nancy pelosi eight times so just with that as context i felt like it was a little too soon to go do something outside of her house I'm not a Paul Pelosi fan either, but it felt yeah. like a little too, I feel like it's going to muddle our message when, you know, and that's especially, that's why, that's one of the reasons I was looking for the alt-right people. I'm like, are they going to try to like use this as like a slip in to get close to that house and do something horrible? So, but again, that's the, the paranoid mama bear in me. Right. And, and, you know, it's important to listen to the little voice in your head and tell people because sometimes people are blundering through things without paying attention to what's happening right next to them. So we appreciate the vigilance. Yeah. I, it's, um, I've also, I mean, and this, this is kind of, this is kind of my hobby horse, but I would have liked to see more masks in the crowd. I know it's an outdoor event, but in outdoor events where we're expecting everybody to be kind of in close, close quarters and stuff, you know, is less from a transmission perspective and more of just kind of like making it safe for people who are clinically vulnerable and the disabled to kind of access the protest. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And, and we do de- definitely want to be sensitive to things. And I thought about wearing one for identity purposes. Uh, I was going to say, Lysol, since, since you mentioned it, uh, I was wearing, I'm, I'm, I'm always wearing a N95 mask because I'm just paranoid about COVID. And, and, and I was wearing a mask at the rally and I was one of the few people that were wearing. Uh, so I looked a bit weird, but uh, this because I, I met, uh, I went to talk with Sabi Sabs. I'm not going to ask Amanda if you know who Sabi Sabs is, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I went, so I, I was wearing my K95 mask. I was at the White House, and she, uh, Sabi Sabs were, were was there broadcasting with some producer at her side. And I asked the producer, oh, do you mind if I say hi to Sabi? Because she was broadcasting or whatever. And she said, oh, okay, go ahead. And then, oh, uh, I, I, Sabi, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of your YouTube uh, show and also on Colleen, you know. But I, I don't know what happened. 
she, she, she was not very receptive to my to me saying hi because kind, she kind of whisked away immediately. I don't know if I look a bit uh, kind of weird with my mask. Maybe that was the reason. I don't know. So, I mean, I think it's more just kind of like people that are you know she might have been worried about Target. I'm sure people on her people on her level get a fair amount of like anonymous bullshit threats. So. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I okay. I, I thought about that actually because she she seemed a little. She, I, I I was visibly noticed that she didn't like my interaction, and I just said, "I sabe, I'm a big fan." But uh, but I, I certainly uh, thought about that. She thought it was some kind of weird guy trying to bullshit her. But yeah, I don't but, think it is anything per, anything personal to you or your appearance yeah, or anything. I think it's more like kind that. of protective layer. Yeah, Lysol is a hundred percent right, especially. Especially women of color. Unfortunately, yes. I'm sure she gets more than her fair share of threats, and you don't know what people look like when they threaten yes. you online. Yes, exactly, exactly. It was a difficult spot, actually. It was in front of the White House, and there, there was a bit of tension, you know. Uh, the, the, it was a bit of a tension moment, you know. People were not very happy camping there, I guess. So. Yeah. That's right. It would be it'd be really nice if we could use masks as our kind of like symbol. I know Breeze talked about like something we can like recognize each other with, like you know, like an armband or a bandana or something. And part of that remind reminds me of the whole paper clips thing. I don't know if y'all remember that, but there was a point where like white allies are like, if you feel unsafe, you know you can trust us because we have like a paper clip or not, not paper, a safety uh, uh, pin. Safety pin. Yeah. Safety pin clip to our thing. And people are like, yeah, that kind of feels more performer than anything else. But like wearing a mask is a way to have like true solidarity. And it really is the type of thing where like, you know, one of the reasons I wear my mask is so the people who don't wear their mask have a data point for somebody who's wearing their mask. Because for the most part, people just do what everybody else is telling them to do. You know, when we had mandates, people grumbled, but they followed them. And then as soon as most people stopped masking, everybody else is like, well, nobody else is masking. But as, as I talked with Fahim yesterday, you know, just because COVID is a good way to prevent, prevent yourself from getting COVID doesn't mean you should get COVID. And, and, you know, there's other benefits to wearing a mask. I think, though, that masking has become so politicized. I don't want to be associated. I don't want any movement that's going to incorporate any kind of compassion or empathy into it to be associated with, with something that's been so horribly politicized. Can you understand that? I can. It's, I mean, you know, like, outside I hear, of the tech world, I hear, more of like I a socialist lens. Like, I you know. hear what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I'm absorbing what you're saying. I fully am. And I'm not minimizing it. I'm, I'm, to me, that's a higher priority, but that's me. That's why it's a democracy and we have to be respectful of everybody, right? And I think the, I just, I would, I, it's like, yeah. I just, it seems like a bad idea to me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I know I've talked to Amanda, I've, talk, I've talked to you about it specifically, but I am, I'm taking the advice from the people in Colin who always talk about doing stuff local. And I'm going to be starting a Colin show on March 8th. It's going to be from 48 Hills is going to be our first, first guest. I'm looking for other suggestions of local local journalists that would want to um, talk about it. It's kind of just like a way to like sig signal boost slash like establish like a call-in cell of those of us in the Bay Area. So we have like 
you know, we start build our, building our own network based on the people that we're talking to all the time that are actually somewhere close to us. For sure, I'm down. I think I've already said that. Wait, I'm down. Is that is that still the lingo for the kids these days? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as I can tell, I'm I'm 38, so I'm still picking up slang two two to three months after it stopped being cool. Do I'm just can can I be an can I just be a person who was born in 1970 for one minute and say I'm still confused by based? That's good, right? <laughs> I only figured that out a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. So, I, I hate to be admitting this, but it feels. I. I think it's a compliment, and I think I got a compliment that it was that I was based, and I was like, it, it, "Here's the context. This is why it was even more confusing." Because I, I have this general sense that it means good, but I, because I'm an etymology freak, I don't know how it's spelled. I don't know what it comes from. I don't know if it's short for something, so I can't associate with anything. <laughs> So I'm talking to this guy who's dressed as a security guard in the BART station waiting for the train because he looks like a nice young man. And he said something about my signs. And he says, oh, were you, are those your signs? And I'm like, yeah, this is like a guy dressed as a secu private security guard. I'm like, yeah, they are. And he goes, oh, that's based. I'm like, oh, my God, is this good or bad? Are we having a good conversation right now? I have no idea what's going on. That was what happened in my head in two seconds. Fortunately, he was a kind young man and took pity on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was introduced to the term because of that guy based Stickman, who was like somebody who showed up at the Charlottesville rally and stuff. And because I associated some guy who calls himself Stickman as an, an idiot at the best and an asshole at worst, I just assumed it was a bad thing because why would you call somebody named Stickman cool? But kids these days it yeah. just seems like based it seems like basic i just like i said it's thank you for letting me have my lady rant. i i just had to have a moment sometimes i do feel my age but <laughs> as as it comes and goes i'm just going to say this i'm so glad that that stoopy is a she's this is a good partner for me to we we both pull each other out and to go to these things. We each have our own reasons why we wouldn't necessarily go if we, if it wasn't for the other person going, which works for us. And, and as I was saying to Karthik earlier, I think it was Karthik. How do you find that person or Zach? Is it Zach? How do you find that person? And I think you just have to be open. Sometimes it's the person behind you in line or picking up the same flavor ice cream at the grocery store that you just happen to connect. And you just, I, 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 I have a, I have an extra, I have an app called text free that has a second phone number on it. That's not my real phone number and that I can change if I need to. And I use that when I go to these things, I give it to people. And then if they contact me, I can decide to give them my real number eventually. But it's a way that, you know, then there's a, or you can do it through your Instagram account or through, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure other people have better ways of doing it since I'm, I'm, I'm from the old school, give me a business card days, you know. <laughs> Um, was the, was the rally in DC, um, 
as I'm, was it mixed ideology, mixed in an ideological sense, the way the San Francisco one kind of wasn't, was there more of a libertarian presence? Does anybody know? <coughs> uh, uh, yeah. Like I said, it was uh, libertarians that had stands and the people party and, uh, um, Jimmy Dore fans, I guess. And, uh, so, uh, I don't know if you were here when I described the, the, the scene, but it was basically that. I mean, the people on the crowd, they were, you, you cannot really tell what kind of ideology were them. They, they look like regular working class people, you know, uh, just uh, anarchists, uh, old uh, old generation Vietnam War veterans, people that dress in uh, in costumes to protest. You know, the people that always go to all protests. So, was there any static between the different like groups of people in the crowd, or was everybody pretty pretty much peaceful for the most part at this anti-war rally? Everybody was peaceful. Everybody was just chilling out on the grass and listening. Uh, no big. Uh, people fighting with each other or stuff like that. It was just a nice sunny day at the, at the capital. And the, well, that's the, encouraging. The tourists were mixed with, uh, with the crowd, you know. There were tourists. Uh, you know, this is uh, uh, the steps of the Lincoln Memorial that on the Sunday is full of tourists. So the tourists were just mingling, passing by, you know. It was fun. Children, lots of children, young uh, people with children, and stuff like that. All all ages, kind of diverse racially. If you want to go into that thing, you know. So that's good. I mean, so like the the like, who can we trust to ally with has been a, a, a something a topic of conversation for a while now, and I like I keep trying to find a way to like maybe we can tie it to conduct rather than ideology, just kind of like a basic level of respect for each other, is actually building off of an idea that uh, I heard from Ja in one of the last, uh, one of the 30 chats I was in the last couple of days. And Can just we... kind of like the idea that like, look, like, you know, if we're truly going to like set aside our like gigantic differences to come together on the stuff, like we should be able to come up with like, you know, take the people on the left, come up with the 10 reasons why they don't trust the right, take the opposite perspective, Right people, ten people, ten reasons why they don't they don't trust the left, and then kind of like switch around. What What if we instead asked, what are what are some things you can trust the other side about, and began from a place of restoring some kind of not performative civility but actual kindness to human beings not just being nice because you're supposed to yeah. i think there's a, something to be said for you know it's it's a very one of the things that frustrates me is is that when when push comes to shove the fewer people we can have fighting each other, the better, you know? And I think we, it, it, having, having, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, what do we mean when you say it's, how do we trust allies? What do you mean by, what do you mean by that? What do we need to trust them about? Not, not why do we need to trust them, but what, 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 
do we need to trust them about? We need to trust them to not be hateful directly to us or to other people. What do we need to trust them about? We got the um, ERTC thing oh, we did. back from Paychex. Okay. I'm going to try to hit that tomorrow with fresh eyes in the morning. Okay. That sounds really good to me. Because you have a, you have a right, meeting. So? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I think that's an important question is what is it that we need? What is it? Do we need to trust people about? Because I, I don't need to, I don't need to trust, I don't need to trust you about balancing my checkbook because you don't have access to my checkbook. I don't need to trust you to be a good driver if I'm not going to be in the car with you. You can be whatever kind of driver you want to be if I'm not going to be in the car with you. So what do we, we need to get specific about the things that we need to trust people about. Because that is, that is where the problem is. Like, I'm worried that this organization, this ally I have, this human being or this organization that I have, I'm worried for some reason my, they're going to break my trust. What trust are they breaking that you're worried about? Because if we can clarify that, I think we can we can actually start to get somewhere useful. Hey, Dale, what's on your mind? Oh, Stoopy, did you want to respond to that? Yeah, I just wanted to say a big one for for us. Uh, this past couple of elections was uh, shepherding people into a political party. Um, that was sort of a trust that was you know, broken, not necessarily by other teams, but by people that we, you know, put a lot of effort behind. Um, So, for example, um, for this rally, you know, one of the big things was, you know, people didn't want to turn it into a libertarian recruitment event. So that was like a trust issue. Did, I didn't notice any partisan politics on the speakers and on the crowd. They were just, uh, I guess everybody can go listen to the stream. They, they were just talking about war and stuff. Anya Parampil, which is the wife of Max Blumenthal, actually did a great speech. I, I recommend everybody to go listen to what Anya said about this. Uh, Jack, cool. Here I am. Sorry about that. About about these uh, uh, discussions that were, the, oh, they, they are not really anti-war and stuff like that. Anya did a really great speech, and I, fo- I recommend everybody to follow Anya on Twitter and go listen to what she So are, are yeah, folks in the chat involved in the, the uh, rally that's going to happen on March 18th? Um, we, we mentioned it briefly at the beginning time. Dale, did you want to contribute? Because I want to hear what you have to say. Did you get a chance to do anything on Sunday for the rally? I did. I was walking into the cafeteria here, and I saw a sign on the door. I'm like, wait, it's 2 o'clock right now. And, yeah, there was a, there was a little rally of, like, 40, 50 people, like, uh, just a block away from where I'm sitting. And, of course, I joined it. It only lasted for, like, two hours, and... 
I was really sad to see like like between one and two thousand people at Washington DC. It's just like it's like ten percent of the size of the movement that we really need to like you know be loud enough. So my my favorite quote from the San Francisco rally is we're doing this not because not because we think we can win, but because it's the right thing to do. And that really, that really stuck with me. That's the one thing I like. I wrote down. It's like, yes, all movements start small, but like, it's yeah. you know, we, we we can't base our energy and our effort based on our outcome. We have to do it based on our principles. Well, yeah, and of course, uh, in our will to carry out our principles. Yes, um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like killing people, like should be viewed as a bad thing. <laughs> Why are we all okay with it? Well, remember, it's only it's only against the rules to invade a neighbor. So if Russia had invaded like <laughs> um, Guatemala, it'd be fine. Oh, it's so it's so hard, Stupid, What's up? Oh, I was gonna offer Amanda if uh, since it, it's probably especially in the Bay Area, it's gonna have to be us who reaches out to the um, the religious people. So if you want. I could team up with you on, uh, you know, phoning some churches or something or synagogues or whatever. Yeah, I think we can. I think that's a. I I think I need to reach out to the Unitarian Universalists of Berkeley since I'm a member down still of my community down there in Cambria, mm-hmm. and since I've already, um, you know. I need to do that. This is a good excuse. Maybe you can help me. Um, we can figure out once I talk to them. Well, yes, let's do that. Do you I have will a take care of the Unitarians and and East Bay Faith in Action, mm-hmm. and I can find out. Um, I don't know, I don't know who all's involved in East Bay Faith in Action except like lots and lots of organizations, but okay. I don't know if they're all Christian or not. Do you have the contact for the Code Pink people that are putting it on 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 the eighteenth or locally? Um, I don't know if it's the sa- if it's the same Cynthia paper master paper master. Mm-hmm. I think okay. it's I think it's her. We could I think try. we could try and just like uh, put together some kind of a. Yeah, maybe if you would reach out to her, because even if she's not organizing, you mm-hmm. could find out like if they have a list of organizations that they send it out to or you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That actually would be great. And like maybe even find out if there's we can help doing the notifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. Or information session. Or right. Something. Yeah. All right. We can do that. That's a great idea. Man, you every time. I really, really like you. Thank you. Oh, what like a, what the... a contribution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it if it were just me. I'm, I'm really lazy. So. <laughs> Man, we could conquer the world together, but we're not going anywhere by ourselves. We're just going to sit here. <laughs> Stare on our butts being lazy unless we have each other. Yeah. Hey, hey, whatever the motivation is, I'm good with it. <laughs> Because I'm the same way. If I don't have a deadline, you know, so that's why it's good to work together. Right, Lysol? Yeah, totally. I wonder if there was any outreach um, on college campuses around the Bay Area. 
I, I, I texted the, the little group of folks that I met during the UC Berkeley strike when I went over to the UC Berkeley campus on their, during their strike. I, I got, um, I got included into a, like, uh, a, a, um, strike study group, a union study group, and I let them know, but they didn't, that was, that's like five people. And I don't even think that, um, they knew, they didn't know anything about it. So yeah, that's a good idea. College campuses, high schools. I, um, Lysol, I could literally throw a rock from where, um, my little protest was to the very edge of a college campus, but I saw zero college kids. Very, very disappointing. I still have open course, but yeah, I kind of like what you're saying. It's just, it's like, it's like waking up in the morning. You don't, you're awake, but you're not moving yet. You feel me? Yeah. It feels like that. It's the feeling. Yeah, I just I keep I keep thinking of it in terms of like so like big protests in San Francisco that have happened recently. Um, you know, there was uh, some good Dobbs protests in June. There were, of course, the Black Lives Matter protests back in 2020, and then earlier than that, I think it was maybe 2019. There was a huge climate protest, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is you mentioned kids and stuff, and like the climate protest. That was the type of thing where like there were tons of teachers with all of their students. And then at the Dobbs and the Black Lives Matter one, the, the people at the protests were overwhelmingly uh, young people. I'm I'm not a good gauge of the difference between, say, a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old. They all look like they're 12 to me. So it looked like there was a ton of 12-year-olds, but they're definitely like, I feel like they've got, I mean, especially considering, you know, the amount of disposable time that college kids have compared to uh, working age folks, or at least most of them anyway. Yeah, so how do we get hooked in? How do old farts like us get hooked in with the, with the, you know, that community? You know, there's got to be a, we need to meet a, where's our college rep on calling? <laughs> one person who speaks for all the youths. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was the default to coming up with some sort of like TikTok challenge, but um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's you know, there's there's also an age demographic that's so heavily online. I wonder if there's just kind of like a way to do like an online component. It's you know, it doesn't it doesn't look as great in the photographs, but just kind of like I don't know, just spitballing. Should do like a like a duck and cover TikTok challenge for classrooms. Yeah, I mean, it's you. It's the pro <laughs> only problem is those things are dedicated to like being very very like short, yeah, you know, like short attention span, fifteen twenty second things, and it's just kind of like I don't know if that's the level of engagement we want. But I mean, it's just you know the the perpetual question is would, would we rather have fewer people with deeper engagement or more people with shallow engagement? I think you have to get more people with shallow engagement and then you'll start to get people that want to engage further and you have to give them a path further. That's it. Yeah. I also feel like there's just, there's a, a general um, kind of, uh, was it the French word enemy, A-N-O-M-I-E? There's just kind of like an existential 
you know, the just kind of the fallout from you know Black Lives Matter, you know, taking ninety million dollars and just kind of like disappearing. Bernie Sanders taking hundreds of millions of dollars and just kind of like disappearing and stuff. Like I like to say, it's like you know, it's like a group of people. Like there's like ten million of us, and we all have the same ex boyfriend. So we're kind of working through that trauma. <laughs> like I get it. I was dating Bernie too, but look, look, we got to figure this shit out. I mean, I think there's also just people are getting their news from Facebook and stuff and they don't, you know, if it, if it's not covered by the local news or the New York Times or whatever, they just probably haven't heard of it. Like I'm I'm sure so many people in San Francisco didn't hear about the Nord Stream explosion and so like climate the fact that like climate activists aren't there when it was like the biggest act of, you know, environmental uh sabotage or whatever sure. it's, it's kind of Stunning. So I don't know if environment groups are someone we should reach out to, but they say that Greenpeace and all of them are clearly compromised if they didn't show up for the, or if they didn't have some big, something to say about that explosion. Yeah, I was really disappointed in that. It was like one of the biggest methane leaks in history and just kind of like crickets, nothing. It's just like, you know. Like the, the sure United States wasn't even... The United States clearly thought they were going to get away with it. Otherwise, why wouldn't they have said, oh, it was Extinction Rebellion that blew it up? I mean, what did they think was going to happen? I don't know, Amanda. Um, I think America is the big boy, the big bully on the world stage. And just... It, it, it's so uh, it thinks we think we can get away with everything, right? That's you know, what we, I mean. That's what I mean. We bragged about it uh, ahead of time, yeah. Before we did it, we we broadcasted <laughs> it, yeah. We, told. but yeah, it's just this is this is why I believe so heavily in throwing the soup because it's just kind of like I feel like Ukraine was a very you know very telling episode of just how easy it is to manufacture consent if all you do is focus on one thing. And if we could even get like small breaks in the coverage where all people are talking about is anti-war, even if it's just because somebody threw a you know, soup at a painting of General Douglas MacArthur or something stupid like Shit, that. Shit, I like, gotta go. I'm being chased by a balloon. Oh, no, Dale. <laughs> stupid? What, what? Sorry? You know oh, I'm you had oh, no, I Well, we've become a little bit chaotic, so let's see, Pedro. So I, I just want to, I just, I want to have us think about the fact that people that are here on call in, most of us, we kind of are on the edge of what most people are going to be finding out over the next month or two. And like, do you mean leading sense. edge, kind of, right? Like, we're, Yes. Uh... Yes. At the front edge. Yes. That there are, the, and that, and that we have to be prepared because all of us, at least people that I hear, are saying in some way or another, and I'm not exactly sure, um, I'm not exactly sure the exact language that it comes in, but we've all been like pulling our hair out and going, you guys, um, 
can you see this big giant huge mess of a disaster heading our way like that we need to do something about like could you please pay attention please pay attention that we've been jumping up and down and going crazy because people don't seem to be paying attention and now more people are going to let's please think about how we are going to react to these people that because we have all this energy that we're like pay attention pay attention pay attention and then like all of a sudden a whole shit ton of people are going to be suddenly paying attention we can't be saying well finally i've been saying this for three years because nobody who's just changed their mind reluctantly wants to be told it's about fucking time because i told you so so in may not come in those words but in the crude structure of that sentiment let's be aware that there are going to be a bunch of people that are going to be new to all of this and stuff that seems really basic to the people that have been on call-in for the last year people that have been listening to what's been happening and and don't even have other people they can talk with about it other than on call-in People Amanda, are going to start waking up. I'm glad that to, you brought Dana, that up. Let me, let me finish my thought, please. And I want to hear from you. I think it's really important because the last thing we need to do is do anything further to divide ourselves when people are going to start becoming aware of how horrific the situation is because it's getting worse by the day and all of us know it. So we have to be willing to accept people that we've been in fights with about these things and just say, okay, past is past. Let's go forward so we can do it better. Dale. Cool. I just wanted to say exactly what you were saying, but in my own terms, like, um, there's no need to be arrogant. Like no one likes an arrogant asshole. I'm talking to you, Brady. Um, just kidding, of course, a little bit, but like, um, we have to, we have to be humble and we have to be welcoming. We have to be thankful that that if we, if we see people like, you know, turning around, we, we have to like be welcoming and thankful. I'm really glad. And I'm glad that you restated it because it is really important. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm going to contact East Bay Faith in Action and and the um, Unitarian, the Berkeley Unitarian and the Oakland Unitarian Universalists. Okay. And you are going to reach out to Code Pink and to to Cynthia Papermaster. Mm-hmm. I think it's Cynthia Papermaster at one of the services, but I'm not sure. Oh, it's on the it's on the Facebook page. Yeah. And then um, was somebody going to do like college uh, areas or um, what was the other thing? Oh, the climate groups. Oh, yeah. The environmental group. I I have a couple of contacts. I can contact a couple people that I know with the Sierra Club of Central Coast, the Santa Lucia chapter. Mm-hmm. I can I can see if I can um, get kind of into a into a call uh, 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 some kind of organization list that way 
Um, I'm trying to think of who. Um, yeah, I have a few friends in the environmental world that I can talk to and see if I, I can get some contacts, at least a place to start. Does anybody have a better idea than that? Lysol, do you have any any kind of contacts in that? What are y'all working on? We're, we're, Why are you trying to come? Like, who are you trying to? We're, we're just, we're making a list of people we want to make sure there's outreach for the next anti-war protest so that they're invited. Oh, that's cool. Um, Speaking of yeah, invite, everybody hit that invite but, uh, button. I don't think anybody wants to go. <laughs> um, you reminded me to hit that invite button. I invited everyone that follows me. Um, this is an important conversation. Okay. <clears throat> Apps glitching. Can folks hear me? Yep. We can hear you okay. now. Um, so as far as connects, um, my probably biggest utility to this type of thing is proximity to entertainment spaces and entertainers, fundraising, that type of stuff, general kind of awareness. Okay. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm the, the political artist is my kind of role in the uh, LARPing group we got going. Got it. And okay. like I know spaces, I mean, there's Manny's in San Francisco that does stuff like this. I know the guy who books some mottos, the people at the chapel, stuff like that. Um, Do you know if people at Manny's knew about this thing? I don't, but I can ask. I know they, they've taken... So I'm not I'm not up on the per- current political scandal. I feel like there's a complication with Zionism and Manny's that might not work for an anti-war thing, but mm. I'm I don't remember where that got left, and I couldn't remember how how okay. accusations were. But here's the thing: nuclear bombs kill everybody. <laughs> we yeah. I, I I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop saying that the bottom line is people don't want to come participate in the anti-war thing. That's fine. I don't want to, I don't want to stress about it, but I do want to make sure everybody's invited. They don't want to come for whatever reason that's up to them. Yeah. On that tip of talking, you were talking about, um, you know, not being condescending and, you know, leaving a space for the people that are going to grow into anti-war protesters to grow into anti-war protesters. And on that tip, I think we should stop saying the word unserious. It's the most arrogant, self-congratulating thing you can do to call somebody else unserious. And it's very unattractive. Like, it's, I watch RBN videos until somebody says, until somebody says unserious and I change the channel. I barely make it 10 minutes in any of their videos. It's just so condescending. Yeah, well, you know, everybody's got their, I'm, I'm, I, I can't disagree. But this is the thing that, that, you know, I I want to make sure everybody's invited. And, you know, even there are limits, but you know what? When it comes right down to it, we need all of us because, and I mean all of us internationally. This is not a, just a America thing. It can't be because it's about the entire military industrial complex. That's what's running the war right now. You know, it's a system that, that, that became a self self-perpetuating system that is going to be hard to undo and we need everybody and this is this is part this is what i mean by this is what i mean by everybody 
we need people who are going to be able to deal with one sector of the military industrial complex to take that down. And then another group of people that will also be anti-war, but their thing will be this other thing that needs to happen because that's their wheelhouse. This is why building coalitions with people that you disagree with is going to be fine because we cannot all of us do everything except do anti-war. And the way that I'm going to do anti-war is going to be particular to where I am and what I can do and the organizations that are here. And the ones that are going to work on the projects where I feel like I can contribute are the ones that I'm going to participate in. And the libertarians are not going to have the project that I'm going to want to participate in. But there are enough other groups that are doing something. I don't have to do everything. In fact, I can't do everything. That's why we build coalitions. Totally. I gotta hop off. I gotta. I gotta head out. Work, Thank but, you for uh, contributing, Lysol. I appreciate yeah, you for, for contributing. For your having me up to talk. Um, and folks in the SF area, Bay Area. Hopefully, I'll see you at the next one. Awesome. Thank you, Lysol. Brady. Hello. Rage Against the War Machine event that happened in San Francisco this past weekend. Thanks for being here. I really do appreciate it. And thank you, everybody who's who's here listening. Dale, did you want to say anything before we go? Take that. Fight yeah. the power. Fight the power. Fight. In indeed, fight fight the power. Indeed, this has been crowdsourcing revolution. I'm Amanda Rice. And it is Mardi Gras. I appreciate all you listeners and look forward to seeing you soon.